Hello, everyone, and happy Monday. It is me, your host of the Carly Adair podcast, Carly Adair. And I'm so excited for this episode. And I know I always say that, but this is the first episode of the year. It's exciting. It's fun. It's fresh. I have a whole new mindset, a whole new plan. And I'm so thankful for all the guests that came on the show last year and helped me and shared my podcast and got me started. But I'm really excited for this year because I have time. Time is the most beautiful thing in the world. It does not come um, for free. Time comes with a price. And I've been listening to a lot of podcasts recently, especially the last episode of The Skinny Confidential, and they did 400 episodes of their podcast, and they're so good at what they do, obviously. And something that they mentioned on their podcast is nobody great really has a struggleless life. And I remember I would say as a joke growing up, um, nothing bad has ever happened to me in my life because it really, it really didn't up until I was about 19 years old when my parents got divorced, I lived a blissful life. And I am so, so thankful for my childhood. You have no idea. Like I'm so thankful, but I was I needed to be knocked down and God sure did that. Uh, (laughs) He sure did that. Um, And so he knocked me down and like a lot of stuff happened in my life and not saying I'm like Ed Milet or somebody like, you know, that's been through it all. And I'm sure, you know, tomorrow somebody could die in my life. We don't know. But I think that their point of something like you're not going to like, you're not going to build something out of like, pure bliss like it's gonna come from a drive it's gonna come from you know a survival it's you're if people who have really big dreams like they don't ever feel complete until they reach there that's what keeps them going and so um yeah like if you feel like super satisfied like not in a like content capacity like I feel like you can be very very content with where you're at I'm content with where I'm at but you know I hope to live a long life and and I have so much more vision for my life that like I can't even imagine you know dying now like I hope I don't die today like I was like I swear to god if Jesus comes back like before you know I like actually have 2022 like I'll be mad but also I decided to start being funny again and it's because I'm learning as I go and I feel like it's gonna get me followers so that's my tactic is just exposing myself because I really thought and I'll say this too and I probably shouldn't say this if you're a new listener at the beginning of the episode because then you'll click out if you hate Jesus but I have met so many people where I have I've not talked about God once And they've said, there's something so positive about you. There's something so uplifting about you. Like, and in my head, I'm like, I'm a terrible person. I hate my, you know, like that's my internal dialogue all day. But like, that's just the ultimate, I guess, I don't want to say experiment, but like the ultimate example of like, God doesn't need my help. You know what I'm saying? Like Jesus does not need my help to like work through me. I'm giving him permission by like having him save my life and going to literally heaven and by giving him permission to, you know, basically do so like, you know what I mean? Okay. I feel like this is, if you're very, very into like religious yes or no's like this sort of conversation is not going to sit well with you, but this is what I'm saying. I'm saying when I wake up in the morning and I say, God, take my day, like, even if I'm rude to people, like God, you know what I'm saying? Just like by God taking my day, like he's going to work through you. 
not like it's like in your control but you know what i mean um so with that being said like i was so hyper fixated on a certain career path for myself like i've always grown up like thinking i want to be a preacher i want to be a preacher because i just can't shut up about god because i love him so much i love 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 him but if anything this year has taught me is that like i i don't know like I can obviously like if I feel like I want to talk about him I'm going to talk about him but he doesn't have to be like you know what I'm saying like I have talked about God more at Erewhon than I have like anywhere in my life you know what I'm saying so I don't have to like be a Jesus content creator which I understood so well for other people which is annoying like I understood that like so many people in my life like and I literally receive like the Holy Spirit through Instagram like I swear my cousin Mike just texted me um he is 60 he lives in Santa Barbara also um, he texts me. This is what he texts me. Okay, can we talk about my cousin Mike tangent? So I don't have family in LA, but I have a family in Santa Barbara. And then I'm going to tell you a social media tip um, that's helped me grow in the past like three days um, on the internet. Like I've applied this one tip and it's helped so much and it's totally changing. But um, listen to this. So he texts me, where are you? What is your life like right now? what a text message <laughs> it's like five o'clock on a friday <laughs> what a troll anyways i have a cousin in santa barbara that's the whole story but back to my point of being like i'm finally just over like that career pigeon held because i think in the job that i have right now is the most positive jesus loving experience i've had in my life and i'm working for a tech company so that just goes to show that like you know, anything can happen. I think that's what he meant by all things are possible. Also, um, I started like volume posting. I was in a meeting with the creators of OK Sis and they were like, you need to post for volume. And I've also been like in such conversation with so many people just about like my own content. And I, every time I talk about it, I feel like so narcissistic and so selfish. Um, but this is the tip that I'm about to share with you being all about yourself online is the point it's the point and let me explain not in a i probably should delete the one where i'm like modeling my uh shirt like trying to like show off my like stomach like obviously like that's not the best but i'm just like whatever but what i mean by that is like storytelling like your life like the fact that i just told you about my cousin mike like there's no reason why you need that information in your brain but i bet you are interested and if not whatever but like as you would tell a friend about, you know, your story growing up. And I always understood this in like an academic setting. And I always understood this, like if you're giving a presentation, like they want to know who you are, like you don't, you introduce yourself before that. Like nobody's going to read your research if they don't know like your story. But in terms of social media, just because there's so many different options on social media, like I have never felt fully comfortable posting about myself yet somehow have constantly posted about myself but never really opening up about like individual stories of my life because that's that those are the things that make me who I am and I think the environment right now is like storytelling which I think they talked about that as well on that skinny confidential podcast so with all of that being said we're kicking off the new year with a Q&A that real humans actually participated in and I literally can't with that being true because it's the first time I've ever done something like this um and I've always tried to do something like this growing up and like nobody would answer the question boxes so I have like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve questions, which 
is insane for me. So I'm going to answer. Yes, they're all my friends, but like those are the people who listen to the podcast. So um, the first question is, if you could pick one word for 2022, what would it be? And by the way, I have not like premeditated any of these answers. I'm just going to do it on the spot because I'm waiting for my friend to pick me up to go get beef stew. And I'm just like bored and thought this was great because I'm actually time batching my weekend. Um, and tomorrow morning, I'm going to have like a full like reset day because once I flew back into LA from South Carolina after Christmas, like I just jumped right into like my first job ever of my life. So I haven't really had a chance to like clean my room and like get my life together. So tomorrow I'm going to like clean my room um and then just like batch like all my social media management stuff and then i'm going to work out and then hopefully like do something with one of my friends tomorrow night and then sunday i want to take off also like huge thing like i didn't want to tithe when i got my first paycheck and then i was like that's literally atheist because um like i just like wanted to buy like a like something fun and fresh and like I just like I don't know like I got like super tight with it like I was like this is my first paycheck and I was like super but like if you listen to any of my podcasts like I I should probably give the whole thing to the church at this point because it's just like the only reason I everything's worked out is because like God has like been in my money and I tithe through the hard time so it's like it's almost ceremonial for me to like tie this first one, which I feel like people don't talk about that enough, like open up. But I guess it's like between you and the Lord and the Lord. And like, honestly, like it's not really like a thing where it's like you have the tithe. It's more like your heart, like where's your heart at? And like, what's your situation? When I think of it in big picture, like I just need to tithe my first paycheck. Like it's literally Christian. So I'm just going to do that. Okay. So back to this first question. Um, and this is actually from a guest who's going to be on the show next week who works for a really cool social media company. Um, and you guys are going to love her. I just talked to her on the phone yesterday. I was like walking around Melrose getting to know her. We've met through um, Instagram. So, yeah, I'm so excited for her to come on the show next week. But she asked if you could pick one word for 2022, what would it be? And last year, my word was peacemaker. What do you guys, I don't really know how I did, like, I don't really know the piece that I made, um, but I did, I was, like, more, I think just, like, being isolated in a box helped me make more peace online. I wasn't really, like, disrupting anything. When I was a kid, like, younger in college and in high school, I really just, like, was doing anything to abrupt peace, and then also throughout my parents' divorce and everything, like, I really was, like, just like bitter and angry and like causing arguments right like not really the most healthy thing to do um and then my word for 2022 is hmm i probably should have thought about this one before it's like this one is like the most concrete answer everything else i can just like spit off but this is i'm gonna say excited <laughs> because i when I first started working at my job, I said excited so many times. Like, I was just like, I'm excited, I'm excited, I'm excited. And there's so much uncertainty in the future as well. Like, I've literally never been in the situation that I'm in right now. And I'm not talking about money at all. Like, that's literally the most least interesting thing about it. I'm talking about, like, time. I've never had as much time as I'm about to have. And I am, like, I'm scared and excited because... I can really start making a community in LA. I can really start making friends. I can really start like, I'm going to move, I think in March. 
um Aiden may move in with me we'll figure it out I don't really know the whole update on that but like um I am excited to move and like not be in like my apartment which I love and I'm so grateful for and I like I'm obsessed with it but just like it's just gonna be different and like also um just like 22 and young and like feeling how I do and like my body and like my spiritual health and everything like I just am excited to see how that's going to grow and develop over the next year. Okay, so next is somebody asked, why a podcast? How'd you start gear production, scheduling, etc.? So I'm actually the most unorganized person when it comes to my personal brand, which is something I'm going to use my time for this year. Um, And I should have started way earlier dear media post so many like things on their social media channel about podcasting like it's literally like such a huge industry like every brand like i think every company should have a podcast i think like i'm about to go like look up their facts right now but just like look up like the infographics they post about like podcasting i probably shouldn't get my information from instagram but that's just like where i get my info it's like my news but i love reading those facts because you learn all the time about you know why podcasting is the next big thing I mean it's a money maker first of all it's like it's like YouTube like you can put ads in and have brand deals and it's just like a very practical way of creating content consistently and efficiently and I think it's a really good way to um open up to an audience if you're an influencer or you have a big following like it's super easy to just like explain something over a podcast and let your followers know more about you and for me why I started a podcast was because I just felt like I couldn't be alive and not have one and I really had no reason I guess like in the beginning I was trying to be like how I built this guy Roz um but I don't really find that as interesting as I did previously like of course like I want to have founders on and stuff like that like those are huge people but I mean, I kind of felt like I was like interviewing people out of my reach, which amazing that I got them on my podcast, <laughs> like amazing. But I don't think I'd like had really prepared notes and I wasn't ready. And maybe that's just me being insecure. But it also um, I think I think I can just like do better when it comes to that conversation. And I want to start like talking about soul stuff more like I want to start talking about just like life and fun and I then that's just like where my mind is at like I was trying to capitalize everything back in the day which is like so important and I'm still 100% down for like that's literally like cash is king like I'm trying to like literally cash out on TikTok and Instagram before the end of the year it's one of my resolutions is to make money on social media um for my own brand this year so we'll see how that plays out um but like as far as gear like you literally need if you get the anchor app on your phone if you're super passionate about starting you can do that but also like i have a usb mic that was under 50 dollars from amazon my macbook and i bought an adapter for my usb mic because i have the newer macbook but you literally just record i'm recording in a daw but you can use GarageBand. um but i can use like you can use like able literally whatever you record with um and just upload it to anchor and it put on puts it on spotify and everything else as far as scheduling like i cannot answer that so next question is opinion on the progression of a toxic person working to become a healthy person and i'm not gonna say who this is (laughs) who asked this question but it's a friend of mine 
Um, and it's, <laughs> it's funny that this person asked this question. Okay. And I love, I love her. Opinions on the progression of a toxic person working to become a healthy person. My perspective on this now is so different than it would have been in, in high school. But back in the day when I was like afraid to like be honest about who I was, like I was judging everybody and anything and I would point out anybody who's toxic. So I think I, I say that because um, when somebody is a toxic person, um and they're working actively to become better like you have to give them the benefit of the doubt and this is like my favorite thing about life is like giving people the benefit of the doubt and it's hard when it's somebody you love like i mean there's somebody in my life right now i won't name them but like they just they just can't change like they're just like stuck in like habits and it's probably because they're really young but like it's just annoying to watch them like repeat the same poor behaviors over and over again but if they're working to become a healthy person even if it's not something that happens overnight all you can do is love them and i hate that that's true and i it is 100 like a jesus answer but it's just true like all you can do is love that topic toxic person so i think my opinion on that is like from your as a friend or a family member or whatever like you love them and you always show up for them i also think that knowing that this person may not be the healthiest person to let into certain parts of your life because i mean you could talk about boundaries but um like somebody who is a toxic person like you don't need their advice you know what i'm saying so it's just like you have to know when to be there like and show love and also like not really like fully invest which is sounds rude but it's true okay next should men keep an emergency stash of pads and tampons in their car i don't think so i think that's weird because that's that's like that gives me like f-boy vibes what are the most important relationships a business owner needs huh this is something i'm learning right now because my relationship with networking completely did a 180 this year in the beginning of the year i just thought i was entitled to know everybody and everything and i just was like so doe-eyed to la and so to like the industry that i didn't really understand and honestly like this sounds so weird to say but like i'm friends with people with like followers now and i don't have a following and it really has nothing to do with la i think it really has to do with my career but I think the most important relationship a business owner needs is, is a relationship with God. <laughs> it's true. It's true. No, but like, I guess like I'm going to take this answer another way and say like, I hate that I was like this because this is where I was at and like what I needed to do to like pay my rent. But like I would go to church and literally talk about my job and I can't believe these people still hang out with me because oh my God, how annoying is that? Like I would go to, I would go to like literally the place, I don't know. And it was, it was such a natural thing too because like everybody is like super creative in LA and they always have an opportunity for you and so always somebody's already hiring, whatever. But you have to be able to separate the two, but we have to recognize that's a privilege. When you are so financially, like, in search, like, I guess you are, like, money hungry in a way, and, like, you'll, you'll say yes to everything, and you're always, like, looking for opportunity, but I would say the you would want to work towards, you know, a place where you don't have to talk about that, because nobody wants to talk about that, especially at church. You know, nobody wants to talk about, like, work when they're not working and you know i never really understood that because i didn't have the privilege to 
Um, I, I still really don't. But, like, I don't know. Like, I think it's important to just, like, be really personable. And then naturally people are going to want to, like, buy into your business um, with their, like, your customers and stuff. Like, I just think you need to, like, have fun and troll if you have that privilege to do so. And then, like, you'll make sales. And then what's the one thing that people always misunderstood about you? <sighs> I love this question because I felt so misunderstood for the longest time until this year, which sounds so dramatic, but it's so true. And I always felt so out of place because I thought it was so vain to do the things that I liked to do and that I enjoyed. And I felt so much guilt and shame for like wanting to, you know, sing and create art and just like try different things and make TikToks and whatever. And while that all can be taken in a certain direction, it also can be made to worship God. So even if it's not something that's direct, it can be like an expression. So I don't know. Like, I think that's something that people used to misunderstand about me was um, like, I have so many stories, but like I would spend so many times arguing with people about like my intentions. And I can't believe I wasted that breath, you know, because it's just like, they were never going to understand. They were never going to get it. Like, I remember I told my church in college that they needed to get a TikTok because it was a massive ministry. And I was like, if you guys were on TikTok, you could reach the world. And they were like, we're never going to get on that Satan app. And now, I mean, like, I would literally say this to their face. So I'm going to say that, say this, like they're in real estate in their twenties and they like use TikTok for their, like to get like clients for their homes <laughs> so like just and just like so stuff like that just like really pisses me off because i'm just like are you kidding me but like whatever i mean i love them to death like they literally impacted my life in a positive and negative way but like i just i can't i can't even like i just like i just whenever you see stuff like that it's just like god is taking care of your revenge like you do not need to get it yourself um but i don't know like I guess now what people misunderstand about me is that I want to be a pop star. So like help me support my music career. The year, this is the last and final question from a mentor of mine who works in radio. Um, I'm just going to say his name because I love his stuff and you should totally check it out. And he's a very frequent podcast listener. He actually, we spoke on the phone when I was in Somerville and this is what I'm talking about. Like angels on earth. Like there's no reason why certain people should believe in me and they do we got on a phone call because I had sent him, I think, a demo or like of a song. And um, it was crazy because in COVID, I mean, I was doing everything to entertain myself. But I wrote a song and I sent it to him and it's probably very, very bad. Um, but he talked to me on the phone for like an hour and he was just like, nobody I've ever it wasn't even about my singing voice and that's the best part he was like nobody has ever had the work ethic I don't remember what he said but he was mostly like nobody has ever had like the like grit that you you have for what he asked me to do and I'm he was just impressed and we talked about like back and forth like faith and God and it was a really incredible conversation that pushed me forward his name was Big Red his radio show in Columbia that's amazing and um yeah, like, I have found so many people, too, through him. Like, one day, she was on the podcast, whatever. But um, I just, I don't know. Like, I think 
people like that are amazing i'm so thankful for like his mentorship and even just support on socials as we've gone our separate you know ways and i didn't really like pursue music in the way that i could have but i will one day and so his question is the year is 2032 what has carly adair done that makes carly adair or 22 2022 so proud I don't really know what that means, actually, but I'm going to take it as, like, it, it's 2032. Um, like, what what did I accomplish, like, in a 10-year plan, I guess. And I would say that I would be proud of myself if I had, like, good relationships my whole life. And to get really micro and speak about, like, what I mean by that is, like, I want to be able to go to church every Sunday and know everybody by name. And it doesn't matter what position I am. It doesn't matter, you know, what role I'm playing in the service, I guess. But I want to be able to like head nod everybody, hug everybody. You know, I want a really tight knit church community. It's something I really, really value. And um, that that doesn't I don't think that's constricted to four walls. I think that's constricted to a certain like-minded type of community um that could be hybrid it could be online and it can be in person it could be whatever but I think like a maybe like a theme but like maybe I'll be half in New York maybe I'll be half in LA in 10 years maybe I'll be in Miami maybe I'll be in the Red Rocks maybe I'll be in Japan maybe I'll be in Russia maybe I'll be in Antarctica preaching to penguins but more of the story is I want to be able to have a community where I can head not everybody because that was my favorite thing about high school I was walking through the halls what's up Mr. Jones what's up Sally Mae how you doing and I loved that stuff I ate it up um I also think I will be really accomplished if I have kids which is so out of character and I know you can't have kids with a woman so I need, need a husband ASAP but um yeah like I don't know like I just think that I would love to have kids. I would love, 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 love to have kids. I would love to just like put them in Yeezys and let them live a beautiful life. And like, I'm totally doing the Kardashian thing. My look will be infertile, but like, I'm totally going to like capitalize on them 100%. Like, have 10 kids. So obsessed. Um, hopefully, not all by 2032. I don't want to start having kids until like I have had my young. Honestly, though, I don't. I honestly do not want to speak before because even with the whole tithing thing today like I was like oh my god like I'm holding on to this money that I got for my first full-time job which is so true um but like I also kind of got a little glimpse of vision because I was like what if my content creation did pop off like god has the power to do that what if I started making money online and that certain chunk of money which is really nothing in the green scheme of things like it's honestly like nothing what if that is nothing compared to the blessings that God has in front of me? You know what I'm saying? Like, what? <laughs> Jesus is so good. I'm sorry, but I'm Christian. Um, hold on. But, yeah, so apparently my friend just called me. He's here, but I have to finish this. 
Okay, I just need to wrap this up. Also, like, just random other things. I want to have music out. I want to have music out this year, guys. I have to put a single out. So many breathy pop people have put stuff out, and I've cared so much about my message. But same with, like, volume. That's how the music industry is working now. And I know it's, like, putting Chelsea Cutler in a chokehold. But, like, we have to put music out, like, ASAP. Like, that's what I'm telling my friend Jaden. He does not want to release. And I'm just like, okay, if you are not proud of the quality, first of all, you shouldn't be a pop star. I'm sorry, but it's true. Not talking about him, but I'm talking about volume. And if you are not proud of, you know, it's a business. And I think this is the problem with like creators who like are just like, why am I not going viral yet? Why am I not doing anything? It's like you have to like clock in, clock out. Like people don't realize this. And I've lo- like literally learned it from working with influencers is that like if you want to blow up, like it's a full time career. So if you want to blow up as a musician, you have to put hours in the studio and become a master of your craft. Um, and then you can write a song that's going to blow you up. Like it's literally like not rocket science, but I will say that, um, I do want to have a song out like literally honestly by March, like (laughs) put the deadline in. Um, but yeah, I want to have music out. I just want to like travel. I want to go to Hawaii before 2032, 2032. I want to go to Hawaii this year. Actually, that's like the one place that I think is super practical to travel. Um, and I have like unlimited PTOs when I'm going. Um, but all that to say, this is a great get to know me episode. I feel like you guys really got to know me and where my head's at. <laughs> so now in the future, um, it's going to be a lot less about me. It's going to be about the people I'm having on the show. And I'm so excited. I'm just going to keep referencing this 2022 kickoff episode um, as I continue throughout the year because I really don't want to have to do another bio. I really don't. So thank you, everybody, for your questions. Um, Just basic facts. Born in Pennsylvania in 1999. Went to North Carolina in fifth grade. Went to school in Clover. Did well in high school. Went to USC for college. Um, did well, went to grad school during COVID, moved to LA in January, 2021. That's my life story. Um, short, simple, sweet. So now that you know me, I'm never talking about myself again on the Carly Adair podcast. And I'm hoping to make it more of like a Howard Stern vibe. Like I see such great things. Like that's my goal. Like I want to be Howard Stern. Like, yeah, I know I look like him, but I want to like have a live show where I have music guests on. Like I'm in my Jilly, Jimmy, Jilly, Jimmy Fallon era. Like I want to have it like a musical integration um so that's the goal with the podcast is don't know how much that is going to be in the future or if it will ever happen but that's my goal so i hope you guys enjoyed this episode if you did please give it a review on apple podcast um and then let me know that you listened by sharing it on your instagram story tag me at carly rose adair or at the carly adair podcast on instagram so it was so good to talk with you guys hope to see you soon and i'm so excited for next week Bye.